So let me get this straight. Just because a player scores a lacrosse-style goal on you, gives you the right to injure him and his teammates? Really? That's how it works? Folks, you might want to put the kids to bed for this one. Parental guidance is advised. No, seriously. You're Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everyone, to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. As a reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a plethora of others. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. We have a new week of hockey and a couple of games to go over, and boy, were <laughs> they, they were something else, weren't they? Especially Friday's game. Now, mind you, Friday's game finally ended the Ducks' long losing streak. They had lost 11 games in a row, and they were on board to potentially tie the franchise mark for 12 straight losses. And I'll just peel back the curtain here. It was April 1st on Friday, and I want to thank Sarah Avampado, who is sometimes the host of this podcast. I think you guys all caught on it was April 1st. You guys got it. So Sarah... She kind of manifested Friday's game a little bit about what was going to happen. She had that little stat as to the Ducks record since the lacrosse Zegras. Oh my God, what the heck was that goal? So maybe that was a sign of things to come that there was going to be something else spectacular happening on Friday's game, right? Well, yeah, and I will start off this show by trying to be positive because there was a lot of good positives to take out of that game. The The rest of today's episode, it's going to get ugly, so just want to warn you guys right now. But let's talk about the good. The good that happened on Friday's game at Arizona. Probably the last time the Ducks will ever play in Arizona, I hope, because the Ducks scored not one, not two, not three, not four, but five. Count them five goals against the Arizona or as I derisively call them, the Phoenix Coyotes. And for those of you saying, oh, you call them Phoenix. No, I did that on purpose. Be quiet. That was on purpose. What, you guys can't take a joke? I, yeah. Do I put 10 bucks in the Phoenix jar? Hell no. I'm not going to put 10 bucks in any jar that belongs to that crappy team. I'm not going to do it. Nonetheless, I will be I'll be happy on this first part of the program. So happiness. The Ducks scored three in the first period, one by Isaac Lundestrom early on, then one by Jerry Mayhew. Hey, how about that? Jerry Mayhew scoring again for the Ducks. And then with about 10 minutes left in the first period, magic happened. My phone blew up once again, and this was for good reason, too. Trevor Zegras pulled off another miraculous what-the-f-was-this type of goal. I'm still amazed that Trevor Zegras can do such things, especially after all the other just fancy-schmancy goals that he's had this season. This was the oh-my-god moment, where Trevor Zegras pulled off the Michigan. Yeah, he did the lacrosse-style goal again for the second time this season. Trevor Zegras 
is a generational talent. Yes, I'm actually going to use the phrase generational talent here because that's what Trevor Zegras is. Have you ever seen a rookie come into the league with this much excitement, with this much gravitas? No, it's been a long time since we've seen this. And to break down this play, Trevor Zegras tried a between-the-legs shot on the Coyotes goalie, which for Friday's game happens to be none other than Carol Vilmeca. Yeah, he was in goal. He did not look pleased after that goal. In fact, he was pulled after that lacrosse-style goal because not only was he terribly out of position, but he was just straight-up embarrassed. So Trevor Zegras tried a between-the-legs shot. It went off of Vimelka. Then it ricocheted, went straight to Trevor. And Trevor, having the presence of mind to get the rebound, and in almost one motion, put the stick up on his blade, went around the goal. Vimelka had no chance to come back. But there was one other obstacle in order to get this goal. Sonny Milano. Yeah, that's right. Frank got in the way almost. Milano is seen on the replay trying to get out of the way, trying to get his big butt out of the way. And Milano does a little bit of a lean to his left in order for Trevor Zegras to pull off the incredible Michigan goal. This was just an unreal moment. You know, totally just unexpected, magical. That gave the Ducks a 3-0 lead. That embarrassed the Coyotes goaltender. That pulled him from the game. And then he had Koshinosh for the rest of the game. And he didn't do much better because he allowed Cam Fowler to score. And he allowed Isaac Lundestrom to score his second goal of the night. That's your final score, 5 to nothing. But there was a lot more to this game, wasn't there? Yeah, there was the lacrosse-style goal by Trevor Zegras. And yeah, he was smiling a little bit. Oh, of course he's smiling. He's happy. He pulled off a ridiculous goal. Again, his third highlight real goal of the season. And probably the bajillionth of his career. And then you had a little bit of some rough stuff happening in the third period. You had a fight between Sam Carrick and Michael Carsoni. You had that. And then you had a really ugly moment at the end of the game, which I will get to after the first intermission. so Because I want to talk about Trevor Zegras some more. Zegras is just one of the best rookies this season in a long time. Definitely the most heralded rookie that the Ducks have had since Paul Correa. Trevor Zegras right now has 50 points. Yes, he hit the 50 points mark as a rookie. 17 goals, 33 assists. I would give him the Calder just based on those highlight reel goals and assists alone. But there's some guy named Michael Bunting who plays for Toronto who will probably get a lot of votes for the Calder because he's in Toronto, because Toronto. And Lucas Raymond will probably get a lot of votes because Detroit, because Original Six Team. Mo Sider is probably going to get the majority of the votes because, again, East Coast bias, Original Six Team. So I bet those guys are going to take away the majority of the votes from Trevor Zegras. And Zegras is probably going to end up not winning the Calder. Oh, darn. I mean, it at least give the Ducks something. I mean, they just lost 11 games in a row. Give them a reason to celebrate. Give them a reason to cheer. Give the Ducks a reason to celebrate. 
which they absolutely did in spades, and they deserved this win against probably the worst franchise in sports. They're the worst. I mean, I'm going to talk more about that too. But man, Trevor Zegras, we've got 11 games left, and I hope Trevor Zegras pulls off just one more highlight reel goal. And for the sake of all the Ducks fans, do one of these at home, please. The three biggest goals for Trevor Zegras this season have all been on the road. You had the Flying Z at Buffalo. You had the first lacrosse goal at Montreal. And then you had this one at Arizona. At least pull off one of these moves at home, Trevor. I mean, come on. Give the home fans some kind of show. I mean, yeah, he did have that one amazing overtime goal against Washington when he threw his stick into the crowd. That was pretty awesome. That was pretty badass. He had that amazing shootout goal at home. Those were cool. But man, the three best ones all being on the road, I just want to see him pull off a lacrosse goal at the Ponda. That would be amazing. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission of this broadcast. But first, let's talk about everyone's favorite protein bar, Built Bar, which is a protein bar that has 18 fantastic flavors covered in 100% real dark chocolate. On average, they have only 4 grams of sugar. On average, only about 140 calories and packed with 17 grams of protein. Not just the Built Bars. They also have these amazing things called Built Puffs, which is essentially a protein-infused marshmallowy chocolatey goodness protein bar and you also have built boost which are these immunity boosters that go into your water they're delicious they're fantastic i have the bottle right next to me i love it so if you want to try this for yourself head over to built.com right now and use promo code locked 15 to get 15 percent off your next order of built bar the best tasting protein bar ever All right, folks, we're going to do this coming up after the first intermission. Get those earmuffs for the kids. Parental guidance. Yep, we're going to talk about it. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with J.D. Hernandez, and we're going to talk about what exactly occurred at Gila River Arena in Arizona. This is where things got a lot ugly between the Coyotes and the Ducks. This got horribly bad, where there was so much fighting, so much conflict between both these teams. And there's a history here, but let's talk exactly about what happened on Friday night. This was a play that occurred right in front of Koshinosh towards the end of the game with 5.39 left in the third period. There's a loose puck in front of Koshinosh and Trevor Zegris uh, tries to get the loose puck, does one little poke, just one, and it's not even a big poke. It's a little poke just to try to get the loose puck. That's it. The puck was loose. The ref blew it dead right after that poke. So it was still a fair game, right? Trevor Zegras then gets cross-checked right in the back by public enemy number one, Jay Beagle. 
and immediately the players for the Ducks come to Zegras' defense like great teammates, like they should be. So once again, Zegras gets cross-checked right on the numbers. And here comes Fowler. Here comes Terry coming to Zegras' defense, right? So Z's down on the ground. He can't believe what had just happened. He's hurting a little bit. Then you have Terry coming in, wrapping around Jay Beagle. And that's the kind of stuff that typically happens afterwards, right? Like the guys will just kind of hug them and kind of grapple with them. That's usually as far as it goes. And frankly, that's as far as it should have gone. But no, it got worse than that. And folks, at the advisement of my colleagues, I'm going to curse a lot. But at their advisement, I'm going to just use the bleep button for a lot of this. So you're going to be hearing a lot of bleeps today. But right after Troy Terry came to Z's defense, Beagle wrapped around Terry. And it should be the end of it. But Jay Beagle, in a gutless move, starts pummeling Troy Terry. Troy Terry never even takes his gloves off, never even throws a punch. And Jay Beagle continued to throw punches left and right, eventually hurting and injuring Troy Terry. Troy Terry is heading to the ground, and Jay Beagle is still throwing punches, even as Troy Terry kind of buckles down, kind of hunches down, saying, no, no, stop. And Beagle punches him one more time as Terry goes down. And that's when all hell breaks loose. That's a gutless move. Jay Beagle should not be doing that kind of shit. It is a bad look. When you do that to one of the star players of the league, and no, I'm going to come on and say it. Troy Terry is an all-star. Therefore, he is a star in the league, right? He's one of the leading goal scorers this season. He's the leading goal scorer for the Ducks. When you do a stupid move like that, you deserve to get the book thrown at you. And Jay Beagle just going off like that, injuring Troy Terry, and he was hurt too. He was in despair. There is no room in the game for that kind of bullshit. It is absolutely reprehensible behavior by Jay Beagle for him to do that. And then you had him still trying to go after everyone else. He was going to go after Z again. He was going to go after Fowler. He was going to go after everyone on the ice at that point. And you could tell everyone is fuming. Z is mad because his teammate got hurt. When Trevor realized that Troy Terry was seriously injured, he went off. And so did the rest of his teammates. And what there's a worse part to this too. The worst part was that Troy Terry left the game immediately. He was bloodied. He looked really bad. He went straight to the locker room and did not come back for the rest of the game. So we finally, finally have the TMZ line, Terry Milano Zegris. They finally come together and they do well on this game. And what happens? The T part of that line, Troy Terry, he gets injured because of a stupid play by Jay Beagle. What the f*** is he thinking? Seriously, what the f*** is he thinking? He should not be pulling that kind of crap at all. He shouldn't. It is stupid. And then, oh, it gets worse, by the way. There was a broadcast from the Coyotes' side. And this, this is what really got me upset. Tyson Nash who was a former player and a color analyst 
for the Arizona Coyotes, he had the stupid remark. I'm going to come on and say it. It was a bad remark. And this is thanks to our former colleague, Nolan Bianchi, who was host of Locked on Red Wings. He pointed out that video and he pointed out this part of the quotes. And I will quote directly. That's the problem with these young players. You want to embarrass guys? You want to skill it up? You better be prepared to get punched in the mouth. End quote. No. No. I do not accept that quote. That is ridiculous. I'm sorry. But if you have guys that are supposedly skilling it up, you'd better be prepared to, I don't know, defend. If you don't want to get embarrassed 5 nothing. I don't know, maybe defend a little bit, right? Right. I mean, Beagle didn't even get a fine. NHL player safety was even worse. They didn't find him. There was no supplementary action on injuring Troy Terry, who, by the way, is a star. Oh, what about this league that is supposed to protect its stars? So what? We're not protecting an all-star? We're not doing that now? Oh, you know what? If Troy Terry played in the East Coast, maybe, then he would have been protected at all costs. And Beagle would have been suspended the rest of the season. But because he's part of the Anaheim Ducks, I mean, there's that narrative as well. Do I believe that narrative? I don't know. Not necessarily. I mean, it's just NHL player safety twiddling its thumbs and saying, um, yeah, we're not going to do anything about this. Okay, so what if this happened to someone like, I, I don't know, what if this happened to Sidney Crosby? Or Alex Ovechkin. What if it happened to one of those guys? Yeah. Then the NHL would throw the book at them. But what? Troy Terry isn't enough of an all-star? Apparently not. Oh, what about right before the cross-check? I mean, yes, there's some context here. I mean, Zegers did try to go after that loose puck. Um, No, it still doesn't excuse what he said. It does not excuse at all. What Tyson Nash said. I'm sorry, but it is ridiculous that he said those words. Oh, but it gets even better or worse, depending on who you're a fan of. If you're a fan of the Coyotes, I I, I apologize. If you're one of the 12 fans of the Phoenix Coyotes, bless you for still being a fan of the Coyotes after 20-something years. And this was part of a podcast uh, from Pete. PH from Phoenix Sports, the Phoenix Coyotes broadcast from PHNX, who are really awesome guys, by the way. Craig Morgan gave him some outs. Craig Morgan talked to Tyson Nash just a day later and tried to give him a couple of outs, right? Well, wrong. No, what he said was abysmal. And I will talk about that on the third part of this program. But one more thing I want to go over before talking about Tyson Nash even more. Troy Terry should not have been injured on this play. Do we do we need fighting in the NHL? We don't need fighting. However, when the NHL doesn't do anything, when the NHL player safety doesn't police like they're supposed to, then yeah, there's going to be fights. And there's going to be a lot of Ducks fans looking at that meeting between the Minnesota Wild and the Phoenix Coyotes. I'm sorry, the Arizona Coyotes. And they're going to want Nicholas Delorier to beat his ass. 
they're going to want Ducks teammate, former Ducks teammate, Nick Delorier, to beat the ever-loving shit out of Jay Beagle. And you know what? I hope that happens. The lizard part of my brain right now is saying, I hope they beat his ass. I hope he gets what is coming to him. Because it is awful that this happened to an all-star. He's a 31 goal scorer. 31 goal scorer. And he gets injured like that? It's no wonder Zegers was pissed off after that. Z had every right to be pissed off. I'll talk about Z's comments. I'll talk about Tyson doubling down on what he said. I'll talk about the history between these two. I'll talk about all of that after the second intermission. But first, let's talk about Bet Online, which is where the game starts. It is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. And folks, we are down to the championship game and the NCAA men's basketball tournament where you have Kansas against the University of North Carolina. That's right. UNC beat Duke in an instant classic. So who you got? Do you have Kansas, the number one seed, or do you have North Carolina, the eighth seed? The odds are out right now. UNC is the underdog. If you dare to put some money on the underdog on Monday's championship game, then head over to Bet Online. And by the way, they also have the NBA. They have Frozen 4. Yes, the Frozen 4 is also on Bet Online. So if you go to Bet Online right now, use your mobile device or your laptop and check out the latest props, odds, and all that good stuff on Bet Online, which is the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with J.D. Hernandez as we continue to talk about the ugly incident that took place in Arizona on Friday between Jay Beagle and Troy Terry. First, I want to talk about the quote that Trevor Zegers said after the game Friday night. Uh, He had some pretty choice words, and frankly, they were correct words where Trevor Zegers didn't want to name the guy. Yeah, we know who he's talking about. He's talking about Jay Beagle. He didn't want to mention his name, but he didn't like the fact that Beagle went around, you know, getting guys for defending Zegris. And when asked if the puck was loose, Z said, oh, 100%. It was 100% loose. Absolutely. Z then went on to say, you don't punch a guy when he's down, especially a 32-goal scorer in the NHL, who is a superstar. It's humiliating, and I think he should be punished. That's what he said. He actually said the words punished. And then what happened after that? Well, luckily the NHL didn't find Z or anything like that. You know, they let that quote be. That one's fine. But then we had some more quotes in and around that. You had this announcer that I've talked about already in the first segment. But first I want to talk about what Hazy said during last night's game, during last night's telecast. And he didn't like it at all. What he said was he did not like what the linesmen did. And the linesmen are graded after every game. And it it is true. There is usually a report that happens after games that goes out to the head of officials. And they give reports on what could have been done, what could have been worse, what could have been better. Like, there's all kinds of reports on that. 
And those reports are not going to look favorably on those linesmen and those refs for that day. And this is actually pretty commonplace for both the National Hockey League and the American Hockey League as well. Both of those leagues look at how the refs call games. They look at how the linesmen handle fights like this, how they handle stuff like this. So Hazy's definitely right in this case. Oh, but but it gets so much better than that. You know, I mean, we talked to Craig Morgan, and he tried, tried to give Tyson Nash an out and tried to get Tyson Nash to clarify comments from Friday's game. This is where I got pretty pissed off. Where, really, Nasher said, oh, he shouldn't have said skill it up, but rather hot dogging. Okay, that that's fine. And he says, this is what you have to be prepared for. Oh, really? You have to be pre- prepared to get your face bashed in? Really? That's what's supposed to happen? And Craig Morgan then asked if Jay Beagle should have backed off when Terry appeared vulnerable. And unfortunately, Tyson Nash said, quote, no, not at all. What? Are you kidding me? So Jay Beagle shouldn't have backed off and should have kept pummeling Troy Terry? No, that is a wrong take. That is a disgusting display of a take. Oh, but there's more, by the way. There's more. Later on, and I love, love that he was trying to be given an out. Craig Morgan tried, tried so hard to give him an out. So he asked one final question to try to save him. And I'm going to quote this one verbatim. Quote, let me just ask you bluntly. You don't have a problem with players exhibiting that level and style of skill in a game. Here's the answer from Tyson Nash. Quote, never. I never once said that. You can go all the way back to Hurdle when he made that play between the legs and scored his fourth goal of the game. Any way you can get the puck in the net, by all means go for it. But it's the hot dogging. It's the hooting and smirking, you know? Okay, I'm going to stop right there. Um, Tyson Nash used to play in the National Hockey League. And thanks to the good old internet, we've already seen videos of Nash smiling after he scored a goal, you know? So what's wrong with a little bit of smiling? Oh, and I'm going to go further on this. How about when Arizona smiled when they prevented a shutout in Anaheim? Yeah, we didn't forget that. Oh, by the way, there's more to this quote. So I'm just going to keep going with the quote. And then I'm going to go with all this. Quote, it's the hooting and smirking. It's chirping the fans. All of that stuff adds up. People don't forget. Players don't forget. They've got a lot of pride when they put that jersey on. And when players do that, there are consequences that come of it. As we saw, when he poked the goalie, that is a green light for you to give him a healthy cross-check. And so, okay, no, no. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. That's f- sick. That kind of mentality needs to go away from this game forever. You don't just cross-check a guy because he scored on you. No, that is not a green light. I'm sorry, but that is an absolute red light. You shouldn't give him a quote-unquote healthy cross-check because he scored on you. That's because he poked. That was barely a poke. That was nothing. I've seen worse pokes in the ECHL, the AHL, the Federal League, for crying out loud. I've seen worse pokes than that 
in the juniors. I've seen worse pokes in the USPHL. That was nothing. Trevor Zegras barely poked the goalie, if you can call it that, because the puck was indeed loose. There's no green light for that. That's ridiculous. And going by the hooting and smirking and the chirping, yeah, it, it does add up. And people don't forget, oh, you think I forgot about what Arizona did last season? You think I forgot about what Arizona did against the Ducks in previous seasons? Let's go back, shall we? How about the little infighting between John Gibson and the rest of the Coyotes last season, huh? Remember that gif? Remember that meme of John Gibson trying to pummel Arizona guys? Yeah, yeah, they didn't forget that. You know what else we don't forget? We don't forget all the stupid that the Coyotes have done over the past God knows how long. I'll even defend my colleague and former host of Locked on Anaheim Ducks, Sarah Avampato, who has had some choice words to say about the Coyotes. She's had some choice words to say about Christian Fisher. I've had some choice words to say about Christian Fisher. I was at that game. Remember Christian Fisher gave that nasty cross-check to Quentin Byfield, and Quentin Byfield was out for a couple of months for the Los Angeles Kings? You don't do that to a kid. You don't do that to an up-and-coming teenager. It, it's wrong. Oh, but let's talk about the Coyotes and the Ducks, shall we? Let's go back to, oh, I don't know, November 5th, the first time these two teams met in the season. And I was incensed about this at the time, and now that I'm recalling it, I'm incensed all over again. Remember when the Ducks had a 3-0 lead against the Coyotes and they were on their way to a shutout. And this would have been a very deserved shutout for Anthony Stolarz. He deserved that shutout. And what did Arizona do? They went at Anthony Stolarz, started poking the goaltender, and you had that messy, sloppy, last-second goal with 8 seconds left. Anthony Stolarz was eight seconds away from a shutout, and the Coyotes went and scored that goal. And did you see the reaction for that? Remember that reaction that took place months ago? They were thrilled that they prevented the shutout, and they got Anthony Stolarz. And remember what happened after the game? The Ducks players, they were pissed. They were super pissed off, and they had every right to be. Remember, the end of the game, you had that fight between Nick Delorier and Liam O'Brien. And remember Ryan Gesloff kind of chirping back because the Coyotes, they were chirping towards the Ducks bench. And you could see Gesloff yelling at the Coyotes players saying, no, knock that shit. That is not acceptable. You're down 3 nothing, and you do that? No, that's ridiculous. That shouldn't have been done. That shouldn't have been done at all. So I don't blame Nick Delorier for going after Liam O'Brien on that game and preventing the shutout and having those players hot-dogging and doing that. If you have a problem with that, you have a problem with this too, right? I, I guess. So what? Because he works for the Coyotes, he had no problem with the Coyotes pulling that crap against the Ducks and the Ducks do it back and all of a sudden it's a problem? No. No. I don't accept that at all. Oh, wait. Let's go back to the other time these guys met. December 17th of 2021. Remember what happened there? The Coyotes did win that game. Remember how much they hot-dogged and taunted before, during, and after that game. There was that other fight between Liam O'Brien and Nick Delorier. There was another fight. Then there was the fight between Sam Carrick and Johan Larson. Yeah, these two teams were pissed off at each other. They didn't forget that. Oh, and then we had more rough stuff happening later on during the game. And I remember the reaction that the Coyotes had at the Ponda when they beat the Ducks right before 
the Christmas break. That was the game the Coyotes won 6-5 in overtime. You had that overtime winner by Clayton Keller. Was there taunting going on? Yeah, a little bit. Was there some hot... Yeah, there was a little bit of that. Oh, but that was no problem, right? So what the hell is the difference between what the Coyotes did then and what the Ducks did now? There is no difference. None at all. None. You know who's definitely in the wrong here? Jay Beagle. You know who else is in the wrong here? Tyson Nash for having that dinosaur-like viewpoint of what occurred during that gun during that game. Tyson Nash should be taken out to pasture, and I I hope he's done. I didn't like the commentary at all. I didn't like that even though he tried to clarify his comments, he doubled down on that take. He doubled down on that horrendous take, and it is completely wrong. I hate it. I hate seeing that in this game, and I hope the Coyotes lose the rest of their games. Here's what I hope for the Phoenix Coyotes franchise. I hope they lose the rest of their games. I hope they lose 50 games. I hope they lose 55 games. I hope they lose every last game and that they get what's coming to them. I sincerely hope that they not only lose out on that, but that they move. This Coyotes franchise is a joke. An absolute joke. And I hope they move. I sincerely hope they're gone. I don't want to see the Coyotes anymore. I hate it. Be gone, Coyotes. Be gone. All right. Whew. I- I'm good now, guys. Yeah. Good Good show. Good show. All right. Don't forget that this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, among a plethora of others. If you want to send your hate mail to me, if you're a Coyotes fan that hate what I said, yeah, come at me. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Yeah, if you're a Coyotes fan, I'm sorry, but I hope your team is not there by next season. I hope not. I hope they go the way of the Thrashers and we see some stuff happening in the next few months. Or you could message me on Twitter. You could follow me on Twitter. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. So you can follow me there as well. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Go ahead and make Locked on NHL your second listen of the day. Because those guys are all awesome. You have Gil Martin on there. I happen to be on Locked on NHL on today's podcast. So go ahead and make Locked on NHL your second listen of the day. And a quick shout out to Sarah Avampato who, (laughs) yeah, I I guess I should admit what happened. It was April 1st. We did a switcheroo. I hosted Locked on Kings. She hosted Locked on Ducks. Just like we always do. It's in good fun. So shout out to Sarah Avampato, host of Locked on Los Angeles Kings. Make that your third listen of the day. Once again, thank you all so much for your continued support. And thank you so much for listening. It is greatly appreciated. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together.